Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox and we are here talking about the 12 Steps to Freedom. And tonight is Integration Night of Step 10, which is trust. Trust is the big one for me. As you know, as you have been listening this month and along with us um, for these past few seasons and I'm excited to get into the conversation tonight about how we can integrate more trust into our lives, trust of ourselves, trust of the process, trust of others, trust of higher power. We're going to talk all things trust. So let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. Had a lovely day, and I'm just ready to get into this topic, one of my favorite as well. Great. So, Terry, start us off with what has what has been your experience this month with with trust and speaking about trust. Yeah, I think I've had uh, uh, some reflection. Uh, I'm working with a group that uh, is one of my support groups, and we've been talking about uh, belief and being clear about what it is that we are passionate about. And I was reading the chapter in the book today about belief and listening to it while I was taking my walk this morning. And and I believe that uh, trust and a huge component of trust is believing. And in particular, believing in ourselves so that we can trust ourselves, uh, believing in the process of trust, and then really believing in, uh, for me, believing in God for, you know, whatever your higher power is, believing that God has a plan um, and everything that, that happens to us can be for our for our better good. And trusting that even the challenges uh, are, are really a positive way for us to grow and to increase our trust and our belief. And this morning I went to um, got a leadership summit with uh, teenagers at one of the high schools, and these were the leaders in the band, uh, and a band director I've known since he was born, and he invited me to come and be one of the speakers <laughs> at the summit about leadership. And it was an opportunity for me to to talk to these, you know, these future leaders. Uh, that are stepping up and taking lead, leads in the band and, as being six section leaders and and leading, you know, the other band members. And it was just, it was really cool to think about they're, you know, they're, they're young, but they're very mature. Many of them have thought about these issues of trust and discipline. And as you were asking them about qualities, because several, I listened to all the different presenters, and everybody said just about the same thing, uh, but in how it worked in their story, and they they understood that it was really important that they had discipline, that they accepted challenges, 
And the teacher talked about successes. He asked them about, well, what successes have you had, have we had as a, as a community, a band community? And then he said, what failures? And I was really impressed that the kids said, well, there's no failure. There's just opportunities to learn from uh, whatever didn't work out. And I thought, wow, that is so cool that they believe that um, the challenges that they've faced have given them an opportunity to practice something different, to analyze what happened, and then to take information from that. So believing that everything that happens, the successes, the challenges, the opportunities that come our way are for our good. And that's that's a belief and that's a trust. That's a trust in yourself, a trust in the process, and to me, a, a supreme trust in God. And that gives you a totally different perspective when you talk about leadership. And it gives you a willingness. It provides an opportunity to be willing to learn and willing to grow based upon believing what happens and trusting what happens in your life. Some things you have control over, some things you don't. That's not really the criteria for believing. Believing that what you control, what you don't control, and the circumstances and challenges that come to you, believing that those are for your good, for your benefit, to grow, to be a leader, to be able to empathize with others, to be able to love, to be able to learn. And I, I was just really impressed with uh, with these young people as I was working with them uh, and you know listening to what they were hearing all day, and then I was one of the last speakers and they're just kind of tying that together for them and hearing hearing what they were taking away from the day. It was really very, um, I guess, it increased my belief and trust in the next generation. And I mm-hmm. believe these young people are already leaders. They're already leaders today. But what quality of leadership will they have tomorrow and tomorrow and the next day and the next year? And they really were able to grasp and understand believing and trusting in the process of life and the process of leadership and in their own capacity to do that and trusting that that, that will happen. It was very refreshing. And and also affirming that, uh, you know, there there is this generation that can trust themselves and can take instruction and learn and apply that learning so that they can trust and believe in themselves even more. And that, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think when you're a leader as a kid, I feel like that gives you confidence. Uh, Yes. In the, in the few areas where I stood up (laughs) and accepted leadership roles. It gave me a lot of confidence to be able to see my capability to lead a class or lead a group or be looked up to, in a sense, and have that responsibility um, to be a good example. And I think that when we step into those uh, leadership roles, that uh, those things are possible. That's what's going to happen. And we definitely need to trust ourselves to be able to step into those leadership roles 
and to take the risks necessary to learn and grow from them. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah, for I sure. One that. of the one of the speakers that was there was Bill Ingram. And uh, it was oh, really fun to listen to him talk Ingram. because, yeah, all of my girls were in the band. Uh, Shay wasn't in very long, but the three, my three uh, girls that were all in high school at the same time, Kelly, Stacey, and Heather, uh, knew him well and knew his leadership. And it was kind of fun to listen to him talk about how he developed those skills from the time he was really a kid. Story. Yeah, that would and have so been interesting was, to hear. Yeah, it was really interesting to uh, to hear that um, from him, you know. And then <laughs> I had to laugh Carrie? though because he talked about uh, one of the qualities of leadership is not yelling at kids. And I thought, oh my goodness, I think he yelled at my kids several times. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Michael said mm-hmm. Michael said the same thing. So it's all in perception, right? <laughs> But uh, it was fun to listen to him talk about. In fact, everybody that was there except for one person either went to school with with my kids or I taught them in school or, you know, in fact, there was only, and then just one other person that's only lived here a a year or so. Everyone's a single person. That's, you know, and that also made me trust in my, my life's avocation, you know, being a teacher. And all those people that were there talking about leaders and and uh, being leaders had gone through, you know, they had experienced my leadership. And that was a mm-hmm. really heartbreaking uh, feeling as well, because here they are talking about leaders. And I, you know, I had encouraged all of them uh, to step up and, and uh, take risks and, you know, develop their capacity. I remember when... Michael Reynolds, he's the the band director, then invited me to talk. And I remember when I was teaching him in seminary, which is a class we do in our church early in the morning every day, and he was in my seminary class. And I remember I did um, individual interviews with him periodically. And I remember telling him, I said, Michael, you have the potential to be a great leader. I said, people look up to you. And because of your integrity, people watch you. And I can remember that. I don't know if he remembers that conversation, but to see him he probably there, does. he probably doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I remember telling him that because I saw that in him, and I wanted to encourage him to see that himself. You know, I saw him. I wanted him to see himself as a leader because I, I had faith in him, and I trusted that he had that capacity. And uh, so to see him up there saying, you know, saying things that I believe and, and the way that I trust myself and the way I trust the process and I trust God. And to hear him talking to his students with such such compassion and, and uh, honesty, you know, on, on what how he had formulated that belief in himself and that trust. That, and now he's telling them, I trust you to be great leaders. And I'm going to provide the summit for you so you can hear other pe- people that have made a difference in my life talk to you about leadership. And so I think that's what, tr- you know, when you can build a community of people you trust, then they support you. you. It's a reciprocal support. 
And like you said, it builds confidence. And there's no way fear can keep you from doing what you want to do when you have confidence. It's kind of like two fear away. And that's what the step, 12 Steps of Freedom are all about, is um, managing your fear. And when you build confidence, then you build that muscle, that leadership muscle, and you trust that, that you're having those opportunities. And when there's challenges, you trust that therefore you're good. And that's just that's a wonderful way to face life. And as these kids can learn this while they're in high school, um, you know, there's going to be, sure, there's going to be major issues that people are going to face as they mature and grow and become parents and spouses and, you know, just the things that come into our life as a part of our learning experience. But I just felt so encouraged um, to hear those kids talk about how they um, they trusted, they trusted their they trusted Mike, they trusted each other, and they listened and and they you know built their trust in themselves. And I thought that was um, it was a good preparation for tonight's discussion. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah, I did drumline with Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think we both played the saxophone as well. Yeah, but- I think you did. And when you were talking, I was thinking about what is something that I would share with them. And a question that came to my mind is what differentiates um, the first chair from the last chair? In mm. in a, And I was always the last chair. <laughs> so <laughs> what was different between me and the one sitting in the first chair? For one, they wanted to be first chair. So they did mm-hmm. what was necessary. They practiced. They, um, you know, were talented, and they put the work in. And mm-hmm. I did not. I didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted to be yeah. a band. I was there for social. Um, and so I did enough to get by, and that was perfectly fine for me. Um, and so it's like, when you're looking at your life, are you are you settling for last chair or do you want first chair? And if you want first chair, are you trusting in your ability and your desire and your dedication to be able to to get there? Because I yeah. truly believe that anyone can be good at an instrument. It just might take more practice than mm-hmm. than the guy next to you. And if we can constantly practice whatever it is that we're wanting to practice to get better at, and maybe that's our confidence muscle we want to practice or taking risks or, you know, speaking up or um, saying hello to a stranger, whatever it is that we're practicing, as long as we keep practicing, we are going to get good at it. And Mm -hmm. we are going to excel at it. And it's just a consistent practice. And I know that self-doubt can creep in. And I know that uh, discouragements of life creep in. And 
um, consequences of choices of ourselves and others creep in. And it's not always easy to be consistent or to keep practicing. And that's mm-hmm. okay. There's moments yeah. where we sit on the sidelines. There's moments where we get yelled at and we have to go sit in the bleachers by Mr. Ingram. <laughs> um, there's, moments, there's moments where we are not in the game, and that's okay because every, everybody needs to take a rest sometimes and yeah. to reevaluate and to regauge and to refocus and get clarity. And if that's where you are right now, trust that that's where you need to be. And when Mm -hmm. you're ready and you're willing to practice again, get up and start practicing. Yeah, I love that. Because I think that's a lot of trust. I mean, uh that's trust, yeah. That's trusting. I mean, trusting that we are where we are. And, you know, maybe it's where we're meant to be at the moment in time or it's just where we are. And trusting that that doesn't mean that that we failed it just means that that's where we are and you reflect what can i learn from this what what do i clearly want because i think for me i don't know if this is true for everyone but for me there's times that my want i mean it changes and i have to stop and say is this what i really want is it ethical is it supportive is it what i really want does it is it in alignment with my values and sometimes the answer is no, and then I can, well, okay, then let me get clear on what I do want. And, again, we do that in a, in a variety of ways. I'll meditate and pray about it and and get that clarity that way. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it's just pivoting or, or you know, turning and going going in a little bit different direction. It's, it's that, trusting that process as well. Because I think in my life, one of the stumbling blocks for me, and I, I think I've learned that at this point, is sticking with something regardless if it's the right thing for me to do at that moment. If I start something, it's like, oh, I'm going to be loyal to that until the end. And yet sometimes the clarity tells me it's really not what I want. But I said I was going to, I wanted it. So it's that lack of trust of me listening mm-hmm. to my intuition and and the lack of trust that if I do the right thing, it's I'll know that. And it's not going to hurt anyone else if I, if I change and am more clear in what I want. It's really yeah. being true to myself, you know, trusting myself and believing in myself. And I, I think I, sometimes I feel like, of course, you know, you're working in so many areas in your life, your family relationships, your career, your, you know, your spirituality, your health. There's so many, I mean, I think when we do our workshop, there's nine areas that we ask people to look and choose an area to work on at a time. And um, so I can say, well, in this area of my life, I feel 100% clear and I trust myself, you know, like on a one to 10 at a 10 or, you know, never below a nine. I mean, I really trust myself in that area. And then there's other areas in my life that I, I haven't built that level of trust. And so it's not like, oh, I'm trust. I'm just, I'm at trust. I have a trust in all parts of my life. That isn't the way my life works. I'm, there may be people that, that they have that, but it's like it's constantly making that choice of what I want to work on 
getting the clarity of knowing what I want and then setting the plan uh, around around that, setting the goals and the intention around that with that clarity, but yet staying flexible and adaptable enough to be open to it changing. And mm-hmm. I think that's sometimes hard for people to do because they feel like if they're going to change, then they've lost trust. But that it's not. I don't think that's the truth. I think when we change, we're trusting again, but more clarity. Because once we go through life, things happen, things change, people come in and out of our lives, and that helps us to have, be clear. I think clarity is is just so foundational to being able to go in the direction and trust uh, that you are in alignment with your values and your passion. So um, mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that I think I've you know I've learned in my journey since I found fearless living. So it's been a little over 10 years that I've been, you know, working this uh, process and trusting this process of these 12 steps and working with the strategies and tools of fearless living that have allowed me to see, hey, it's okay. It's okay to change and to be more clear about what you want to do. And as you set your goals around your intentions, be more clear because those goals are helping you to to gain, you know, gain those uh those results that keep you going forward, that allow you to take risks. And so um, I think that has a lot to do with trust as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know as I've grown in my trust of myself, what I've been able to do has definitely grown as well. And and like mm-hmm. you said, there's different levels of trust in different areas of our lives. You know, trusting our our intuition might be at a six. Trusting, you know, that we know how to do our job might be at a nine. Trusting that we can trust this, um, you know, particular person in our life might be at a two. It might Mm -hmm. be in all these different places. But if we focus on how we're trusting ourselves and being able to show up, as ourselves, that is going to, practicing that is going to increase our trust across the board. Because Mm -hmm. if we can show up as who we are and how we want to be in whatever situation we're in, then that is going to give us a lot of confidence and it's going to increase our ability to trust ourselves. And that is what that is what I practice every day. Can I show up as me? Can I be honest? Can I be vulnerable? Can I be open wherever I am with whoever I'm with? Or do I feel a need to hide or to shun or to um, lie about who I am Mm -hmm. or what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Because if I can trust that Wherever I am is is okay. However I'm feeling is okay. Um, whatever I'm doing um, or not doing is where I am. And if I can trust and accept myself, but, you know, still, you know, wanting to be better, but trust and accept that I am doing the best I can when I can, how I can, 
um, then I'm going to be able to go farther than if I am doubting myself. Yeah, and and I think doubt creeps in just because we're human and it's human nature. But when you when you build that trust muscle, it it just you don't feel it as often. You don't feel it as intense as the you know intense. Yeah, what's the word I'm trying to say? Intensely, and you don't feel it for as long because you've developed that trust muscle muscle to say, you know, I no, I don't need to doubt myself because even if this doesn't go the way I want it to go, it's okay. I'm going to learn from that. It's going to be for my better good. And I just need to trust myself and, and uh, you know, do it even if it might, I might be afraid or I'm doubting I can do it. It's like when I did that mm-hmm. little thing this morning, this morning with those kids, I, you know, I had probably three or four hours worth of content that I could have talked to them about. I had 30 minutes and I just yeah. trusted that. <laughs> I trusted that after I had listened, because I purposely went and stayed and listened to what everybody else said, and I trusted that whatever I heard them say, I would know which, you know, which little bit of information I wanted to share, because it would be in alignment with what they'd already heard, you know, and I just trusted mm-hmm. that I didn't have to take take a outline or anything. It would it would be there, and it was, mm-hmm. because I trust I trusted yeah. that it would be, you know, and I built that muscle over you know, a long time. <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So we're getting down to the last four minutes of the show tonight, and I have loved our conversation. What would be the number one thing that you would want the audience to walk away with tonight that wraps up the month of trust? Yeah, I think for me, it is trusting, for me, it's trusting God. Uh, you know, it might be different for you, but because I trust God and I have conversations with him every day, I I just trust that whatever situation I'm in, if I ask him to be there with me and guide me through my intuition, I trust that that will happen. And it just gives me the confidence to go ahead and, and do the things that I do. So trust builds confidence, and confidence allows you to face your fears and do it anyway. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. I definitely think that trust starts from within, and wherever you need to start, starts there. If it's trusting Mm -hmm. in yourself to be able to trust in the things outside of you, then do it that way. If it's trusting in the things outside of you so that you can trust in yourself, do it that way. Whatever it is, start taking little baby steps and practicing trusting. Um, For me, it's trusting myself. Um, When I can trust myself, I can trust the, the things outside of myself. And that's not how it used to be. I trusted everything outside of myself and didn't trust myself at all. So for me, it starts with me. But whatever you start with, if it's like, Terry, if it's trusting in your higher power or if it's trusting the process or if it's trusting um, uh, in spirit or trusting 
whatever it may be. Just start there and start taking one little baby step after another. And, um, you know, there's not going to ever be a perfect moment or a perfect situation or um, anything that, that, uh, allows you to just step step forward and and be in trust. <laughs> um, it's going to be those little baby steps that you take each day to yep. get you closer. So yeah. just start taking them. But thank yep. you so much, Terry, for being here with me tonight and having this conversation. We want to remind you that the Twelve Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. You can find everything Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org from our free workshops to our six-week classes to our 12-month program. Uh, There's also all of the episodes from the last nine seasons there as we come even closer to the end of season nine, uh, all there for your access. Um, and just great content on the website as well as all over our social medias, which you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Fearless Generations. So please go check us out. Consume that content. Let us know how it's supporting you. We want to hear back from you. We want to we get direction from you. Share with you the best tools and strategies that we can so that you can live the life that you want to live. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. Until next week, be fearless. Good night. Be fearless.